Welcome to SSBN Province Podcast. We all believe God is building kingdom citizens through fellowship and the word of God. And we have a very special one lined up for you in today's episode. We leave the first week for open air service where we go out to preach the gospel. What you're about to hear is recording from such service. Children of God, wherever you are, please let's close our eyes for prayers. And now to God the Father, and to God the Son, and to God the Holy Ghost. Father, we are about to hear your word. Let your word bless our lives. As many are listening to this word right now, may they not go back the same way. As many are, people of this environment that are listening to this sermon right now, Father, touch their life and make them impactful in the name of Jesus. That after this word, find us to glorify your name. Thank you, most precious Daddy. Through Christ our Lord.
Jesus, hallelujah. We are shouting hallelujah to the living God. The one that made us to see this year. The theme for this year say, awake to what? Righteousness. If you believe you are awake to righteousness, jump up and shout hallelujah. This third hallelujah is with faith. Those that know that seeing this year open air preaching, the Lord will sustain them, even grant them greater grace to see more in the land of the living. Shout hallelujah! See that in God's presence. May his name be praised forevermore in Jesus' name. I want to use the opportunity to thank my fathers, mothers, and everyone that made this is a great privilege for me. May God reward your effort in the name of Jesus. Today is the day four of our open air preaching, annual open air preaching, and the topic for this day is the power of a righteous life. The power of a righteous life. And our text we take from the book of Psalm 34, verse 19. And also Isaiah 54 from verses 14 to 17. Psalm 34 verse 19. I'll read from here. It says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. I come again. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. And also the Bible portion, Isaiah 54, from verses 14 to 17. Isaiah 54, 14 to 17. I read. He said, In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear. And from terror it shall not come near unto thee. He said, Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for the sick. 16. Say, Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. He said, I have created the waster to destroy. 17, the last verse here. He said, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. He said, this is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. Say amen. amen. Okay, people of God, both those that are in this premises now and even those around. We came, we came to the eternal sacrament of cherubim and seraphim. We have come to share the word of God with you. And it's titled, The Power of a Righteous Life. The power of a righteous life. Many of us, I believe, have come across this word, righteous, 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 righteous. Many of us claim to be righteous. But what does it really take and what does it really mean to be a righteous man? When you talk about righteousness, you should understand that first of all, that word righteousness is not a, is not a, is not a function of yourself. It is God that knows who is righteous or not. It is God that has your template of measuring your righteousness. 
So when we talk about living the life of, of righteousness or the power of righteousness, what are we talking about? First of all, the word power means authority. It starts with the word power, authority. Another word for power is grace and gracing. So if we talk about the power of a righteous life, God is telling us about that grace, that enablement to be able to reflect the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Infusing it in the sentence that formed the topic of this message, it means authority God has given to his people to live a righteous life. Like I said before, righteousness is not by personal effort or strength. So many of us, we feel that, okay, when they say, how many sinners are here? We say, I'm not a monk. I'm not a sinner. I've not done this. I've not done that. If you know the story of, there was a story Jesus was sharing one day, and he said two people came to the man, to the temple to pray. He said one was a Pharisee. The Pharisee said, I have fasted fast three times a week. I give money so, so, so to the poor. I do this, I do that. Self-acclaimed righteousness. And the Bible makes us to understand that there was another, another man, a published and a sinner. The Bible says he could not raise up his face. But all he could not say was, Father, have mercy on me, a sinner. And the Bible makes us to understand that that man, in his humble state, received justification better than the one that claimed is righteous. May God give us the grace to be truly righteous in Jesus' name. So from this little story or illustration, we find out that righteousness is a thing of God. God enabling us to live right. Righteousness is the life of God. Some people will call it this way life. Is a life inherited through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, church. It is a life that is given through the sacrifice made by Jesus Christ by sharing his precious blood for our sins. There is this illustration I normally give. That if, for instance, as we all know, all of us operate with back and cans, different bank account. And if for any reason you should give the card, your ATM card, to your junior brother and say, go and withdraw money for me. And you give him the pin. Believe you me or not, the bank, the ATM will still pay. It will pay with your name. A method. He's not paying with the name of your brother. He's paying with your name. But he's still giving it to your brother. Because your brother now bears your name. So that is the origin of this life of Christ we are talking about. When we surrender to our Lord Jesus, we now bear his name. We now bear all his finished work on the cross. So when we approach the Father, we approach the Father from the standpoint of not of our own righteousness, but of his what? His mercy. May God help us in the name of Jesus. He said, those who believe in him and choose to live a new life in Christ are deposited with that power of a righteous life. The Bible says, give it 
He said, as many that believe in him, he gave them power to become what? Sons of God. Meaning for you to be a son, you need the power of God. It's a privilege that everyone can enjoy. This life of Christ is open to everybody. So long you're on earth, so long you're hearing this voice, so long you have breath in you, this life is still available. Now there are things you should know about the life, the power of a righteous life. We have established the fact on righteousness, we have established the fact on power. Now, but there are things we need to understand about living this righteous life. Number one, it is not for the cynical or suspicious one. First of all, this power we are talking about of a righteous life. You must first make up your mind to accept it. You must make up your mind to say, God, from today, I am handing over my life over to you. There are different men. There were stories in the Bible, if you can check. There's a story of Jonah and the sheep. There are three people that can be in the boat of a man. Theory. Theory. Number one, the devil. Number two, Jonah. Number three, our Lord Jesus Christ. Every man has one of these three men in the boat of his life. And the Bible makes us to understand that the devil came to what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. So it is established that if the devil finds a way into your life, he's here only for this three mission, to steal, to kill, or to destroy. Number two, the second best that can be in the life of this of an of a average human being is Jonah. Jonas. And when we talk about Jonah, Jonas are good opportunities, are godly things, good things, but are not godly. Opportunities. The Bible will say every good and perfect gift comes from what? Above. If it must be from God, it must not only be good, it has to also be what? Perfect. That is Jonah. Number three, our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord Jesus Christ. We can see in the scripture when there was a, there was a storm and the person of our Lord Jesus Christ entered into the boat. He was in the boat and he was sleeping. And the storm of life came. But what saved them was because our Lord was in that boat. And the moment they wake up our Lord Jesus Christ, that storm came to an end. By the privilege of God's grace today, every storm in our lives come to an end in the name of Jesus. So number one, you must open your mind to our Lord Jesus to come in. You must say, Lord, be Lord over my life. Be in control. Everything I give over to you. Child of God, it is the, it's only the part you let Jesus control. He take glory over. Only the part you let him be Lord that he take responsibility for. Number two, what you should know about the power of a righteous life, it comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes from the Holy Spirit. That is why I say there is no self-acclaimed righteous man. 
it comes by the help of the Holy Spirit. So, by the time you invite our Lord Jesus into your heart, the engracing by the Holy Spirit to live right comes into your life. And you find out that you keep walking in the will of God. May God help us in the name of Jesus. Number three, you must know that it strengthens you towards overcoming challenges. It strengthens you towards overcoming challenges. Now, believe me, you are not. In this world we are, the Bible says challenges must come. Temptations will arise. Tests will come. Down times will come. But what is the hope of the believer? The Bible says Christ in me is my what? Hope of glory. Meaning so long that he is in me, even though I may go through all challenges of life, even though I am up to then, I'm down tomorrow. So long he is there, I know the end product will lead to glory. The Bible says, all things work together for good to them that what? Love him. And to them that are what? The called after his what? His purpose. So everything that looks like challenges is for your testimony as a believer. Shout amen. amen. Number four. Things to know about the power of a righteous life. You walk in synergy with God's law. You walk in synergy with God's law. You walk in synergy with the will of God. There was a time our Lord Jesus Christ was in Mount Gethsemane, Garden of Gethsemane rather, he was praying. He said, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass over me. But if not, let it be known that let your will be done. When you carry the power of a righteous life, it becomes easy to walk in accordance with God's will. Because from the day you wake up, as you come out, the Lord begins to lead your steps. The Bible says, the step of the righteous man are what? Ordered by the Lord. It begins to lead your steps. And believe you me, the Bible also says that the Lord is my shepherd. And because he is my shepherd, I shall not want. You begin to walk in line with God's will. I believe you, child of God, everything invested in God supports his will. Every power of God supports his will. If you want God to support you, be in the center of his will. Amen, church. Number five, you possess the power of a righteous life that makes one prosperous and fruitful. Prosperous and fruitful. The Bible did not leave us in the dark as to what is the outcome of a Christian, a good Christian life. In the book of Joshua 1 verse 8, Joshua 1 verse 8 is a very popular verse of the scripture. Joshua 1, he said, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but ye shall meditate on it day and night, that ye may observe to do all that is written therein. 
then it shall make thy way what? Prosperous. And thou shalt have good what? Success. So the end product of a righteous life is fruitfulness. The end product of a life connected to Jesus is fruitfulness. The Bible says, if you abide in me and I, and I you, then you will bear what? Most fruits. May God make our life fruitful in the name of Jesus. Number six, he provides strength to tread that path to salvation. When you begin to walk in this grace of a righteous life, it becomes easy to guard your salvation. The Lord did not save you to come today and go back tomorrow. The truth is that once you are saved by God, you cannot be born again the second time. But you may lose your salvation. And therein, rededication can come in. But when you are born of the Spirit, you are born into it. You become a family of God. You become adopted by God. And everything of God becomes your inheritance. May the good Lord help us in the name of Jesus. So what are the steps to receiving the power to live a righteous life? The steps. How? As an average human, how do I now assess this power of a righteous life? Number one, you must hear the gospel. You must listen to the gospel. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. And hearing the word, the word of God. If you have not heard about the gospel, there is no way you will be saved. You must listen. And by the grace, by the grace of God, God has raised so many enter evangelists, including we speaking now, to become a what? A middleman to help men come into this life of Christ. May the good Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Two, you must believe and accept Christ in your life. You must believe first and accept Christ in your life. Being a born again believer is not about coming to church. Being a born again believer is not all about wearing this garment. Being a born again believer is not all about going to any church as numerous as they are. Being a born again believer has to do with accepting Christ in your life. Accepting Christ in your life is the first step to the power of righteousness. Number three, you must repent from sin and become a new man. You must be able to tell God, Lord, I forsake my old ways. I'm ready now to come into this new life of Christ. I'm ready to hand over everything over to you. In the beginning, in the Garden of Eden, before sin came into this world, it was not the will of God for man to be like this. But man lost it right in the Garden. And man was disconnected naturally from God. But by his infinite mercy, he came again to say, okay, let me bridge that gap between me and my children. 
and he brought our Lord Jesus as that middle man to bridge the gap between you and your father. So you must repent and be a new man in Christ. Number four, you must confess Jesus with your mouth. You must confess Jesus with your mouth. You must confess him as your Lord. You must be a man that through his life, he will be seen. That is why Bible say, he said, this is the will of your father, that you may bear much fruit, and your fruit may abide. And yet you will ask of my father anything, and he will what? Be granted unto you. The moment you make your life available for men to see Jesus, it becomes easy to ask the father for your desires. And even before you ask, he begins to do them. May God help us in the name of Jesus. Five, be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Be baptized with the Holy Ghost. There's two kinds of baptism. The first baptism is baptism with water. But after baptism with water, we have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. When the Spirit of God now comes into you, you now begin to be a bearer of that life. Baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because without the Holy Ghost, you cannot truly, truly live the life of Christ. Then lastly, be faithful and diligent in the service to God. Be faithful and diligent. When you now come into the body of Christ, when you become adopt, ad adopted into this family of God, it is very important you become faithful in the things of God. You take the things of God as your topmost priority. Now, give this let me give this illustration. If, for instance, in the, the various houses we come from, the family we come from, some of us, we that are youth, we find out that sometimes when our father is going out to do one or two things, we follow him to do it. Why? Because he's our father. If he's someone else, we charge him. But because our father, by birth, it is mandatory that what? We assist him, be of help to him, even without looking for rewards. So that is the life of a true believer. You don't need reward for men. You don't need men to see what you are doing. The Bible says, when you do your good, shut your doors. Your father will yet in secret, will reward you what? Openly. May God openly reward our services in the name of Jesus. Now the benefits we enjoy for possessing the power of a righteous life. What are the benefits? What are the blessings attached to it? Number one, you will be established in righteousness. You'll be established in righteousness. You'll be established in righteousness. When we talk about establishment, the Bible says something. It gives an illustration with two houses. One was built on the sand. The second one was built on the rock. When the challenges of life came, the one that was built on the sand failed. The house fell. And the Bible said, Great was the collapse of it. But the one that was established on the rock of our Lord Jesus, even in the midst of storms, even in the midst of challenges, is this too true, even to the end? You become established. You become created, crafted in the palms of our Lord. 
you become his workmanship. You become the apple of his eyes. There is a eyes that follow everyone that dedicates himself to the things of God. And that same eyes watching over you becomes your protection in times of trouble. It becomes your strength even when men are saying there is a casting down. May that be a portion in the name of Jesus. So you develop high sense of boldness that chains away oppression. Boldness. Boldness. You are no, no longer scared of anything around you. Because you now know that everything that affects you only comes from the Father. And if the Father has not approved it, it cannot come near you. Number three, God is ready to fight your battle and avenge your enemies. Ready to fight your battle. Not all battles you are mandated to fight. As a believer, there are certain battles the Lord comes in, even on your behalf, in your behalf, and fights for you. So many of us, the reason why we are here is because God has fought so many battles we have not been able to see, even in the night when we are sleeping. Number four, He gives us the assurance that every weapon formed against you will be destroyed. When you now live this life of Christ, you become an apple of His eyes. Whatever cannot affect Jesus is not permitted to affect you. You now know your rights in him. Then lastly, you become worse, sanctified, and justified in the Lord Jesus Christ. To inherit the kingdom at last. When you begin to live this, right, the, the, this righteous life, God sanctifies you, wash you, make you whole, and prepare you for the last day. May we become prepared for the last day in the name of Jesus. I'm landing up now. Can we all be on our feet? Can we all be on our feet? You sing this song with me. Just have a few minutes and I will step down from this podium. On, on the last day. On the last day. Holy true believers shall be. Sing it from the bottom of your heart.
become your true son. And grace me to become your son. And grace me to be adopted into this family of God. And grace me to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. And grace me, and grace me, and grace me from the bottom of your heart, whenever you are beginning to pray. Don't be outside the family of God. Is your father. And grace me to live this righteous life. Are you praying from the bottom of your heart? A broken and a contract heart. The Lord does not despise. Of your children that have listened to your words, the power of a righteous life, even those that are here, even those that are around, even those that are far, we pray this power to become your son, the power to walk with you with a perfect heart, the power to be engraced to live this fulfilling right life of Christ. I pray, Lord, release upon your children in the name of Jesus. Amen. That after this meeting, Lord Jesus, none will live a defeated Christian life in the name of Jesus. Whatever be the problem before them, as you came into the boat and you stop the storm, come into the life this night and stop every storm of life in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are the King of glory part of their life that are needing you for help and assistance tonight come in oh lord and glorify your name in the name of jesus Amen. that none of this one shall fall none of this one shall go down Amen. do this and take for the glory thank you most precious daddy in jesus most powerful name we pray Amen. we are still in the mood of prayers and the sermon it says the power of a righteous life for you who is ready to surrender everything that belongs to you just lift up your hands wherever you are for those around this environment hearing the sound of our voice just lift up your hands wherever you are begin to worship the king of kings begin to worship the lord of lords it is he who has made us and not we ourselves exalt the king of kings the lord of lords the omnipotent omniscient god is the alpha and omega without him there is nothing that can be made without him worship this god worship this god
and you have been thinking, how will I survive? How will I go from here? Come, we've come to tell you today that in Jesus, in Jesus you will survive. Therefore, the word of God says, therefore there is no more condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. All you need to do at this hour is just to lift up your hands and say, Father, I surrender everything to you. I give you the glory. I give you my life. I give you my business. I give you everything that concerns me. My health, my business, my finance, my marriage, my children's life. Everything that goes by my name. I surrender it to Jesus. Amen. Amen. We're going to take the last prayer before we take the seven members' prayer. And what of God said in the book of Matthew, reading from verse 7 to verse 8. And it says, All you need to do is to ask, and it shall be given unto you. All you need to do is to seek, and you will find. All you need to do is to knock, and every door shall be opened. And the Father saying, For everyone that accepts, receives it. Everyone that seeketh, finds it. And to in that knocks, it shall be opened. What is that door? Bring it down. What is that door? What is that door? Is it the door of your finance? The door of your health? The door of your marriage? The door of your family, financial breakthrough, academic breakthrough, marital breakthrough. Knock at that door right now. And the Lord is opening every door. Every door. Every door. Knock, 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 knock. Knock at that door. Just knock on that door. All you need to do is just to ask. All you need to see. All you need to do is to knock. Knock for the Lord. Jesus, receive light in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
that was casted over that child. And the Lord is saying, He is taking it away in the name of Jesus. He is taking it away in the name of Jesus. Finally, finally, the Lord said, You, 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 that is hearing my voice, that is saying Amen, that is rejoicing Amen. That is glorifying, amen. And the word of God said, Behold, I will bless the works of the hand. By no means, hear me, by no means shall thou go. For thou shall lend in donations. Thou shall lend, which means in your abundance. You are not having abundance for your family alone. No, you are having abundance for feed nations. You are having abundance for feed countries. Hear me, you are having abundance for feed continents. Hear me. has paid you for so long. Tonight, the Lord is calling the name of Jesus. And the word of God said, and the Lord turned the story of Job. He turned the story of Job and gave him twice, 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 as much as he had before. I don't know the amount you have in your account. I don't know the highest money you made last year. But yet, the Lord is saying, in the year 2024, don't put glory in the name of Jesus. But you make a joyful noise. Time, time, time. We will not take our seven members prayer. If I keep the talk, our head has the best. <laughs> we will take our seven members prayer as we sing from our CNS in book in one eight two, one verse only. Now whose almighty words? Thank you. 